This is In the Know for Thursday, May 26th, the 146th day of 2022. There are 219 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll also have the water cooler question. It'll be your chance to win tickets to the Lone Star Rodeo. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Uh, I know the rain is not it's making you feel very small. happy about things. Yes. Uh, your favorite seafood is hmm. um, crab. Favorite? I Probably. wondered. I knew crab cakes would be at the top yeah. of the list, but I didn't know if it was more about the cake or more about the crab. I love crab. Okay. Um. Yeah. Probably. How do you feel about <laughs> shrimp? I love shrimp. Shrimp is the number one. It tops the list of America's favorite seafoods. Americans eat about 1.27 billion pounds of shrimp each year. 1.27 billion. That seems like a lot. It is a lot. Of shrimps. And, um, but, but if you think about it, I even do like the little crab sticks. And yeah, that's true. Yeah, that. you have a lot of crab there. That's right. You maybe throw some shrimp on the barbie for uh, this weekend for your, uh, for your cookouts. He is um, the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, uh, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even sometimes Millwood. He's Sam Gormley and us. Bart! Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I don't like this rain. Do you like the rain? Uh, it, it makes you want to stay in bed. Yeah. Well, can't, can't deny that. Not allowed Not allowed to do that. No. Sorry. No. Uh, I, I've learned that. I can tell there's been, this week when I've been bringing back old-timey words... Mm-hmm. That have meanings that you. I can notice there's been a glimmer in your eye each time I've done that. Well, I know so. you. You one of them yesterday really made a young, young cook very happy. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Which one was that? It yesterday? wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. I keep calling it cotton-headed ninny leggings. Uh, it was the one that you referred to that was on Monday or Tuesday. Ninny Hammer was ninny from Hammer, yes. earlier in the he, week. I think he put that one into his wallet, and he's going to maybe uh, throw that one at his dad later. Uh, that's mm-hmm. good. See, this is a principle. It, well, the connection, their connection to First Baptist Church, then there's more context because Carolyn Smith is the one who taught me this, this tool, mm-hmm. is that you put a word a word of the day on the board every mm-hmm. day. And if you find out a way to use it in a sentence three times that day, it's yours forever. It was her It was her gift. You write it on the board, you use it three times in a sentence in a, in a single day, and it's your word forever. And so that's that's what I'm doing here. So it's nice to pay that forward to young Mr. Cook so he can. Uh, yeah, and now I'm not sure if, if one Yukon Cornelius got called that. Later in the day, I I don't know. I, I can't help what he does with it. I, that's not my. I, that's not 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 my, not my responsibility. He's the one who brought him here. That's true. <laughs> Except I will tell you, this is a word we can all agree that we need to know. Especially if you're a fan of the song Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, okay. I am. All right. So the significance of Bohemian Rhapsody more recently for us is that it was the final song played at Taylor and Cameron's uh, wedding reception. 
Oh, okay. Right. So that was a, it. Was a great like it was a big sing along and like it was like it was like a victory lap, if you will. But have you ever wondered what the word scaramooch means? Scaramooch, I, I had a scaramooch. Will, will you do, you do the, the fandango? fandango? I mean, fandango is where you learn movie times. We all know uh-huh. that. But scaramooch is a braggart who is secretly a coward. Hmm. So okay. somebody who talks a big game but then runs and okay. hides when the chips are down, that's what a scaramooch is. I might know a couple of those. Scaramooch, <laughs> scaramooch, will you do the fandango? Now, so. did, did fandango get the name from that? Oh, I thought I thought Fandango invented the word. I didn't know that. So I, I know, and that's a you're skipping ahead in the book. Tomorrow is Fandango. Is uh-huh. the Fandango lesson? So I can I can I'm like Ernest and Julio Gallo. They said they would sell no wine before it's time. I will not tell you what Fandango means until there it's you time. Go. That's that's what they teach you in radio school. <laughs> the good old tease. Yeah, that's right. Setting it up. Set them up. Knock them down. Uh, we will see rain throughout the day today. It's not going to be particularly warm either. But if you can ride it out today and tomorrow, your weekend and your extended weekend into Monday and even into Tuesday, starting to look better. And by the time Memorial Day, uh, by the time Sunday gets here and certainly into Monday, it's going to feel like the summer you've been looking forward to. I think the majority of the chance for any uh, wind or thunderstorms today is going to be east of I-65. Um so that's not to say that there's not a possibility, but the most likelihood for anything to be more than just your rain shower is going to be off to our east. But we'll only see a high of 74 today. I'll be surprised. We may only get to like 72 here in our immediate era area. 60 is the overnight low for tonight because that cloud cover is going to stay over us. It's going to keep us a little warmer. We probably won't drop in. You may drop into the 50s, upper 50s in the low-lying areas. And then scattered showers tomorrow and a high of only 67 for your Friday. The pullover that I thought I wasn't going to need any longer is going to have to come back out tomorrow, especially if I intend to be outside at all. I'm I'm interested to see. So 67 is the high tomorrow, a low of 58. I'd like to know how many days a year do you get a high and a low within 10 degrees of one another? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's because um, I mean, if, even that doesn't win- happen. even winter days are usually more than ten degrees apart. Yeah, I mean, if a cold day will be, you know, a high of twenty five and a low of five, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's 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 interesting there. S- Saturday is looks, an interesting day, though. Looks good, though. I mean, Saturday looks perfect. Yeah, seventy six. Saturday looks like you know planting flowers. Saturday looks seventy six. It's going mean, to be even Sunday. I mean, eighty five. That's not terrible. Sunday, and it'll be later in the day. It's going to uh-huh. be later on Sunday. So eighty five on Sunday, ninety for Memorial Day, but, and I mean, then Memorial Day has to be in, blazing hot. Yeah, of course. That's just uh, it's it's. It's required. Uh, you know, 24 more hours, uh, 24 more hours of the nation watching, talking about, in some cases arguing about the tragedy in Texas from a couple of days ago. Uh, today would have been the last day of school for the uh, Abbott Elementary School there in Uvalde, uh, Texas. And we won't. Uh, one thing I mentioned yesterday that I got a little more information on that might be helpful is I said. I asked the question, what do you, what do you tell your kids? You know, that's the, and I, I said, fortunately, we, we haven't had to, we haven't had to encounter that yet. Uh, but we, we have a six year old. And so that, you know, that kind of, that kind of helps. It's easier to keep in the cocoon, like keep away from 
the content best you can. Uh, matter of fact, you know, she's here, but she's not paying any attention to me. She's, you know, watching YouTube kids and things like that. So that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, a, I was that's, wondering what she was watching. That's a blessing, yeah. you know, right now, but, um, so you got some mental, uh, you got some, some therapists, some, some counselor experts, and they just say, here's kind of how you, how you approach it is that in the pandemic era mixed with the prominence of these types of events, today's youth, um, ignoring this isn't doing and these events aren't doing any favors to our uh, our youth in the mental health department that the recommendation is be more direct and open the older your kids are so you got middle and high schoolers just kind of be just be direct with them just kind of tell them what's going on and answer their questions and it's good to have uh, it's good to have a conversation about it but also it's very important to give as much reassurance as possible. You can't rule out anything or any negative or that bad things will never happen. You certainly can't do that. But reassurance is key, especially in the season we are globally. The younger your kids are, if there are specific questions, then you know just try not to be anxious about it. Just be, again, reassuring, but also explain that there are systems and protocols and training and things like that in place so that, you know, those types of things uh, don't happen. And they likely, you can't say they will never happen, but by and large, the overwhelming, I mean, just the chances of it happening are slim, so slim that you can confidently just be reassuring and say, you know, that's that's not likely to happen and, and move on. But I would also tell you, I was, I've been thinking about it in the last 24 hours. I think that there are times also that, to give you a for instance, when when our young child is around, we don't watch any news or any coverage or national. Like we we don't we don't pay any attention to that just because until a person is equipped to be able to process that information, there's no sense in inundating them with it. But you know, I also think that could be good advice for all of us. Is that sometimes it's good to just walk away from that stuff and disconnect. Because some of that content just lures us in and it presses our buttons and it makes us fearful and emotional. And, and it's, you, you need to be informed. You need to know what's going on. But the longer you're in it and just wallowing in it, it's not good for any of us. So don't be afraid to walk away. Don't, don't be afraid to turn it off and go for a walk or, you know, just do something that will help. You need a balance. You know, you need to know, you need the facts, but you just can't get. So inundated with it that it just you know wrecks what's going on. So that's I think that's I, you know what I would offer. I had to do that the other night. Yeah. Just because I typed up a couple of things, I was like, nope, 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 don't don't need to don't need to send that. And I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna put the phone over here and just watch some TV and went to bed. Yeah. And it, it's tough because <laughs> what can you say? You know, Sam, it's interesting that you. I, I think uh, it's a very that's a very wise wise move and wise thing to do. I think that uh, in today's age, people my age certainly have the certainly do it. I think all age groups are doing it. But in the old days, we would sit. Uh, some people would sit down, and it would be dear diary, right? And you would journal for yourself to be able to document my, your feelings. My grandfather journaled. I think like every day. I mean, he has years uh, before he passed. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think probably 50 plus years of journaling. Wow. And I would imagine those are very revealing to you and your family members. Yeah, I've not gotten the chance to read it. I'm not sure that my family has done that yet. Right. Well, and and then there's that 
there's a privacy issue. Like, would he want us to read that? These are his private journal thoughts. You could, there could be revelations in there that might be hard to hear uh, or hard, hard to learn about. But the thing about the journaling is that it was an, it was a cathartic experience for you to be able to express oneself into written form. And just the process of that catharsis made you feel better because you were able to externalize it rather than internalize it. But what happen, what what happens now though is that people run to Twitter because it's everybody read what I think, right? Or they treat it like I'm just docu- I'm just tweeting this or I'm just posting this on Facebook to have a record of it. Well, that's one thing, but this everybody else gets to see the record too. So too often times we go and we make a statement on things and then 24 hours later we regret, well, Maybe I shouldn't have said that much, or maybe I shouldn't have said it that that loudly. And so, don't shoot ready, aim, aim ready, shoot. You know, just if you want to do something, do it well thought out. I had someone twenty five years ago. He was a client, and he told me. He said, "You know, this was it's pretty much before email." He said, "Anytime I have to write a letter that involves conflict to anyone, I write the letter, I seal it, I, I address it." I put it in my desk drawer, and if the next morning you still want to send, I it. still want to send it. Then I send it, and I think that 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 advice has always stuck with me. In that that's a that's a bear that's a protection that's a protection to self to go once I cool off, and sometimes just writing the letter, mm-hmm. right? You get to mm-hmm. externalize it. So I mean, even on like Facebook, I mean, there've been. There have been times even on our comment section where I've, like, typed up a response not knowing full well that I would never, ever hit enter to send it. But it's more just like it's kind of in that same same realm or on any post Getting on social out. media. It's just like, you know, somebody will be like, oh, UK stinks. I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> da, 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 or, you know. Sometimes just walking out in the front yard and yelling mm-hmm. makes you feel a lot better. And it really doesn't hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're yelling in someone's ear, it hurts them. But if you just go out in the middle of a field and yell just to get, you know, that energy out of you, there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I but tweets do matter, at least to the people that, you know, and, are and gathered around you. Just, so. just always think, think before you tweet is who might read this? Yeah. Well, it's not, to, not also, it's not just who might, it's not just who might today, who might in 20 years, who uh-huh. might in... You know, and and that's the, the I guess that's the other thing as far as your grandfather's like when he was journaling, mm-hmm. did he journal with the idea that eventually my family members or someone my descendants are going to open this and they're going to read through my feelings for the day? It's a very intriguing mm-hmm. consideration. Is that do we do we consider when we put pen to paper or tweet to screen? Do we consider that's that's sort of there? You know, that's part of part of the archive of your life but it's yeah it's kind of a really really interesting consideration so anyway that's you know what a lot of people are are dealing with and uh, the all you can hope to do is navigate it the best that you can and like i said yesterday pray to god that it never happens to uh, any any of us in other national headlines the congressional budget office says inflation will last into 2023 
The Congressional Budget Office released an economic outlook yesterday saying high inflation will persist into next year, likely causing the federal government to pay higher interest rates on its debt. I saw this footnote. It said, one consequence is that the government will be spending more money this year to service its debt. By the year 2032, the yearly interest payments on will be nearly $1.2 trillion. That's a year that the federal government will have to pay on its debt, which is more than what the federal government spends on our national defense annually. So we'll be we'll be paying more on debt than we will be to defend our country 10 years from now at the current rates in the current uh, system that we have. I did see a really funny meme. It reminded me of my mother. It said uh, it's, it had a picture of our president, and he said it just basically says, build back better. How about just leave it like you found it? And I thought that sounds like my mother. That's the Teresa Buckle school of uh, of things: is leave it, leave it like you found it, or uh, maybe in some cases leave it better when when you can. But things are expensive, without a doubt. A former Kentucky teacher has been sentenced to federal prison on charges of attempted online enticement of a minor, as as well as some other uh, related charges. A 30-year-old William Lindsay of Brownsville was sentenced to 15 years and eight months on Tuesday in U.S. District Court in Bowling Green. The defense attorney, there was a guilty plea. The defense attorney had been requesting a 10-year sentence, uh, got a sentence of 15 years there in that courtroom in Bowling Green. You've probably heard about this story. It happened uh, back in 2021 at Edmondson County High School where he taught music. But I did, it was, um, there was a report in the Bowling Green Daily News, and it said that during the hearing, he said he had made egregious mistakes, and he said, I don't know what caused me to do these things. I wanted to stop for so long, and I didn't have the tools for it. But there's kind of the conclusion to that story, the sentence. We knew the sentence was coming, and it did uh, happen earlier this week. The A popular location to have COVID-19 testing done in central Kentucky will be shutting down on Tuesday. I guess... And I hadn't considered that Kroger Field in Lexington was still a COVID-19 testing site. That uh, Wild Health, that company that the state had contracted with, going back to August of 2020, they've been continuing to test every day or at least make it available. And they say, well, that uh, availability will be coming to an end. If you'll remember early on in August 2020, after the first couple of weeks, it was anybody from anywhere in the state that wants to come. Like that was Mm -hmm. one of the few places that didn't have any residency restriction involved. It was if you want one and you can get here, then then come on. Earlier this week, too, the uh, Grayson County Alliance, our dear friends across the street, announced the winners of the ninth annual Art in the Park show. Uh, Debbie Childress said about $4,000 was raised for... The Alliance, uh, the food pantry, the tiny art show sales continue. So if you missed out, there's still uh, you can still participate and and go buy. to their website, right? Yes, I think that's right. Uh, and we have we have some tiny art over there. I don't know if I can if, if it's over there on the table. Yeah, it's, it's, hide, it's yeah, hiding it's, behind it's, the. It's, it's over there uh, because young Miss Alea, she was looking at it yesterday. She was she was noticing it. The best in show and first place painting went to Vicky Brooks. The first place in photography went to Kent Enveld. First place in fine crafts went to Janice Tomlinson. First place mixed media went to Paula Haynes. And then the People's Choice Award went to Ken Ferris. And so that's all you see that tiny art that Sam is, is holding. We have it on a little, we also, it's ours is on a tiny easel. I know. Right? Right. It wouldn't, it wouldn't right, be right to put tiny art 
on a normal size easel. So we have tiny art on a tiny easel. There we go. Then you can also, you know, you can have your, your very own if you uh, want to. And so it's a great way to help fund the food pantry and the Grayson County Alliance. Grayson County Cougar tennis teams wrapped up regional competition at Owensboro yesterday. A couple of uh, couple of runner-up trophies uh, coming coming them, back to the high school. Three of them. Uh, team. team doubles and then Singles. Owen Brown single mm-hmm. single runner-up title. Uh, Owen did play the one seed. It was yeah, the, I believe it was so, the yes, one two yeah. seed. I didn't know. I I thought that the one seed advanced because I knew that was a a rematch they were looking forward to. But all these the team. Um, mm. is the is the team competing in the state tournament? These two, these these two. two. Well, gotcha. these. Okay. See, I, it's it's weird. These two, but it's three. It's it's what, what throws me off here because there's three players going, but it's two entries. Yeah. it's what it's a doubles team. I was writing the article yesterday, and I was like, is it three? Is it two? Is it? <laughs> and it will then it will be uh, the singles being represented yeah, Griff, by Griffin Powell, by Owen Brown, Chase Richardson, and Owen Brown. I, it's for there's something about me. I, when I hear uh, Griffin and Chase, I just think of Paw Patrol. I say, oh, are they a couple of characters on on Paw Patrol? They might as well be. It's they're the tennis players of Paw Patrol. There you go. Okay. There you go. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Paper Airplane Day. I once threw a paper airplane in the School of Rock. I like this song. And uh, Ned, Ned Schneebly was uh, <laughs> it's actually Dewey. I, I love this movie. It's really good. Uh, just seeing all those kids and rock and the goblet of rock. Also, today is World Redhead Day today. Only 2% of the population globally is, uh, is red-haired. I have a favorite little red-headed boy. Yeah. Be curious what the American percentage is because it's a little higher than that, I think. You think? You think it's two percent? Well, you I mean, think you it's higher think, than two percent? You, you got to think when you go to like if you go to Asia or you go to Africa, how many redheads do you meet in those areas? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you just have to. It does. So you that's do why I'm thinking it balances out. out. Yeah, but then if you go to Ireland, to. it's probably a lot higher. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Welcome to Ireland. Uh, it's also Blueberry Cheesecake Day today. So. I like cheesecake. I like blueberries. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's my favorite, but not, not the biggest cheesecake. It's not my favorite it's, cheesecake. I love cheesecake. I'm just, not, just not a big not, fan of blueberry. I'll eat, give me a, bu- a cup of blueberries, and you can eat the cheesecake. Okay, it works. Sounds like we have an agreement. If uh, I mentioned earlier in the show, you know, uh, prices up, prices uh, are going up, prices will continue to stay up. So people are having to get creative about how to make their dollars go further. A new poll says that 54% of people said they are dining out less these days. 47% said they are putting off new purchases like clothing. Okay. Sam, have you bought any secondhand clothing? I mean, have I ever Probably. I mean, I've probably purchased something at Goodwill. But it's not a normal. The the re, I saw a thing the other day that talked about um, vintage clothing or yeah, thrifting no. or. Yeah, that's not something that I'm. Or how popular that had become. It was on CBS Sunday morning on their design mm-hmm. episode. And it was the, I think they said it was like a, now it's now a 
$30 billion industry. Mm -hmm. And there are companies that just take your old stuff and then they photograph Mm -hmm. it and they package it and you can buy it. And you can buy like Gucci and all these other designer Mm -hmm. things, even sometimes with the tags on them. But they were talking about how it's uh, the younger demographics are embracing this more, but it's also out of a conservation thing because so many clothes that we have that we give away just end up in a landfill somewhere in some third world country or uh, the, to, to make new clothing. I saw, so here, here's a figure that, that floored me. It said it takes 300 gallons of water to make a pair of blue jeans. Really? And I thought, just for one, like if you make twenty pairs of blue jeans, you're multiple. You, you Can need they three, reuse it? You need three hundred. That's what I wondered. Like that's a staggering number. And I thought, is that an overinflated number just to make me feel bad for buying blue <laughs> jeans? Or, but I thought the the amount of blue jeans that are made every day, we're going through three hundred gallons of water. I'm giving this a go. Yeah. It's, I, I, uh, well, now this says this says a whole lot more. How much? This is 1,800 gallons of water needed to produce the cotton in a pair of jeans. That's from OldhamCountyWater.com. So you call in our good friends in northern Louisville liars? I know some Oldham Countyans. I do, too. My aunt and uncle live there. Yeah. Well, I don't know your aunt and uncle, so what I'm about to say probably doesn't have anything to do with them. But I do know some Oldham Countyans who likely have some issues with the truth. Well, I mean, so. I'll let my mom answer that. That's her sister. I said I was I was I was excluding them because I'm certain it's not them. I'm saying the ones I know. Forty seven percent said they are putting off new purchases like clothing. Oh, wait a minute, I think I said that. Forty six percent are cutting back on entertainment spending. I almost asked you this morning, honey, if you wanted to make it a date to go see Top Gun Maverick this weekend, and I thought, I've, nah, we're not gonna do that. I've seen the reviews have been really good. Yeah. Like, who was it? I saw somebody said that I trust. I don't remember who it was. I think I saw it on Twitter said that it was, like, really, really good. Right. That they were blown away. And I think it was about your age, too, to where the movie would, I mean, it means more to you than it does to me. Yeah. And it has no CGI. So it's all old school Uh dogfights, you know, Uh planes, et cetera, like they made the original. But I just thought, yeah, that's about like me. The person who says, I'm not going to the theater to watch anything unless it's a Star Wars movie or maybe Frozen 3. Is that coming? No. Well, you've given Disney the idea now. But it would get me to the cinema. Not because necessarily I wanted to go, although I would, but I would. someone else would want to go. But then I thought, that was the rebellious part of me. and goes, mm-hmm. well, we just might go to the theater and watch Top Gun Maverick, but. I'm probably not going by myself. 18%. Well, I mean, the, the person that made the tweet, too, said something along the lines of that you got to watch it in the theater to get the full, like. Oh, yeah. I don't play around. If I'm going to see it, uh-huh. I'm going to watch it in IMAX 3D. Uh-huh. Big big popcorn bucket. Uh-huh. Diet Coke. Maybe. We did have. No, I don't know. It's been a while since we've had movie theater popcorn. I just can't stand to have my hand greasy for two hours. Uh, let's see, 18% are, I can't tell if she's talking about hours or Top Gun. I'm going to go with hours. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Karen. A- 18% are carpooling more or taking fewer trips as gas prices hit all-time highs. 26%, I'm I'm choosing a little more. I'm making small choices, just going, ah, that's wasteful. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have to 
I don't have to do that. Looking for workarounds. Like, do I have to do that? Well, I could just do that here. That mm-hmm. would be fine. 26% plan to switch to a grocery store that has cheaper prices. 51% are spending more time studying sales flyers. 31% are looking to use coupons or sales apps. 24% are eating less meat. 22% are buying fewer fruit, uh, fresh fruit and vegetables. 17% of parents are cutting back on their kids' organized sports. 8% say they delayed or didn't renew a prescription. 13% have dipped into retirement savings to cover increased costs. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think the, I mean, the meat thing, that's that's not an option. No. Nope. Okay. Draw the line there. I see. It's going to still happen. If you are, if one of the ways you're trying to save money is pro- by preventing that the things you own aren't stolen from you and thereby you having to replace them, an ex-burglar says one of the best investments you can make in your home is a sign that you can get for less than $10 that says beware of the dog. He said it won't scare all burglars away, mm-hmm. but it will scare most of them away because mm-hmm. if a burglar says, here's a here's a house that says beware of the dog, and here's a house that doesn't have a sign that says beware of the dog, all things considered, they're not going to deal with the dog. Mm-hmm. So whether you have a dog or whether you don't, maybe just get a sign. I mean, it, some of those dog, little dog, I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of dog you got, too. Some of those little tiny ones are ferocious. Sure. But this way, with just the sign, uh-huh. you got to consider for all comers. I just, you got to go, well, it could be a Mastiff, but it also could be a teacup poodle. The, I wouldn't screw around with one of those, though. <laughs> the old I, ankle biters will get you. I do appreciate your story said, an ex-burglar. Ex-burglar, yeah. He's reformed. He's walking. <laughs> just just walking find that funny. This, I'm not sure I've ever heard somebody narrow. referred to as an ex-burglar. Uh, that's right. Well, he was a cat burglar. Uh-huh. And then what did he, he burglar? Just, and then he retired, and he's an ex-burglar. He's in retirement. He's, a, he's a, I think, hamburgers. I think he was the, the hamburglar. Uh <laughs> Oh, Burrow is one of my parents' dogs. I was going to say uh-huh. he's got must a, be a recent addition, or Burrow got renamed. No, no, Burrow. <laughs> Burrow's probably been a part of their of the family for about six months. Okay, all right. I was going to say that makes sense. Or the dog that used to be called something else goes. I think your new name is Burrow. No, he's still Bud. <laughs> a tech guru has shared a little known hack to help iPhone users boost their signal, and I didn't know that I was doing this, but I am, and I'll tell you why. He says that your phone is designed to save battery. It will ping towers less than it needs to and sometimes will reduce signal. It's this balance of trying to preserve battery life Mm -hmm. that if you will toggle your phone into airplane mode and right back out, it forces Mm -hmm. your phone to reevaluate its positioning and it will give you more signal than your phone might otherwise tell you. Will this work Hmm. in Brownsville? Probably not. Th- it will force it to ping, but it may not have any more luck. It, yeah, because that's asking for a friend. There. So <laughs> here's how I know. Who, here's how I know the hack of <laughs> toggling into airplane mode is that there are times when Friday it's more likely to happen. That say I might go back to McDonald's for lunch. Mm-hmm. All right. So after having breakfast at McDonald's. And I will go back and start to order in the app because mm-hmm. I'm an app user. And then it will say, uh, it will be, say, for instance, noon. And it will say that what you want is not available this time of day. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's taking your order at breakfast. It, it thinks it thinks it's still breakfast time because mm-hmm. I just did my breakfast order four and a half hours ago. So my workaround is airplane mode, right back out of airplane mode, open the app again, and all of a sudden it thinks, oh, it's lunchtime. So there you go. Well, see, I like airplane. I mode. like the location of the McDonald's too because it doesn't have your your data is always going to work. There's there's one or two fast food restaurants in town that I have to kind of battle with the with the data to make sure it goes through. Sam, I've got nearly 51 years worth of life experience, and mm-hmm. I'm just settled. That's where we go. Mm-hmm. It's got, it's got, mm-hmm. Alea even knows our favorite lane. Like, she knows our favorite parking stall. She she's, Was that the parking stall you were in the other night then? Um, or did I take yours? No, no, I don't go out there because they don't have the mobile order designation. Oh, I See, think I was in the first one. Yeah, and that doesn't have a mobile order designation, oh, well. Sam. No, you're I was in, there, like, number three or you're, four. You're a renegade. You're uh-huh. you're a pulloverer. Well, see, you're, I that's was... That's a pullover stall. I was trying to order it on the app and then go in to get it quickly, but they they shut down that part, so I had to quickly find the open parking spot. <laughs> yeah, well... Because I was trying to be a, you know, save them the trip of having to walk outside. If you walk across the hallway and you ask Alea what the best parking stall at mcdonald's is she will say I think you should bring her in here next she segment will after. say shiksty shiksh is what she will say because whenever we park in six we always laugh about it being 66 so she says shiksty shiksh just to be silly so there you go airplane mode don't forget it's a good life hack just toggle in toggle right back out Hey, the water cooler question is coming up. It's going to be your chance to win tickets to the Lone Star Rodeo. Rolls into town tomorrow. we got your chance to win coming right up here on In the Know. Did you know, Sam, you'll love this one. Okay, I'm ready. Ichiro Suzuki. I do. Major League Baseball's all-time hits leader. No, 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 no. The Major League Baseball's all-time hits leader is Pete. Right. According to the record books of Major League Baseball, the all-time hits leader, Ichiro Suzuki, learned Spanish just so he could talk trash to opponents. Joey Votto's done this as well. Really? Well, he, he's learned it as well. He also learned Japanese. Votto so is known Joey Votto for, not learned to speak to, Japanese so he could talk trash to Ichiro? Not, no, him and Ichiro are tight. Okay. He even talked about this. Not necessarily to talk trash, but to communicate. Yeah. Because uh, the Reds last year signed a Japanese player, and before the or during COVID, so he started to learn Japanese so he could communicate with the with the baseball. Player. Honey, would you learn a foreign language just to be able to trash talk? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. The, uh, or you would just be smart enough to learn how to use the Google Translate app. Yeah, sure, how yeah. I appreciate though that uh, your your stat over there. It, Pete Rose is the all time hits leader, <laughs> not according he, to the record book. Well, no, that's if you're combining his hits with Japan, but Japan hits are not Major League Baseball hits. Okay, well. I think this actually said baseballs all time. Okay. Well, it didn't see. Yes. It didn't say major league baseball. It said baseballs. Forty two fifty six. All time. All time hits leader. Here's today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win if you've not won in the last thirty days and you're eighteen years of age or older. You qualify to win four tickets to the Lone Star Rodeo that rolls into town tomorrow at the uh, Grayson County Fairgrounds. Rodeo will be there tomorrow and Saturday. Our tickets for you are for tomorrow night. By the way. Anybody know what the gold rush is? I asked what I, who I thought was an expert the other day about the gold rush because they're advertising that there'll be a gold rush for kids 10 and under. And I'm like, what's this gold rush? Hmm. And when did they put the gold out? Like, might they put the gold out be, today for the I mean, gold if, rush is it tomorrow? The kids' way of digging for gold? I don't know. That's what I'm. Oh, I hope not. No, I, no, there better not be that. Is it a contest? No, no, it's not. No, that, let's, uh, that wouldn't. No. 
No. That would not be good. Uh, but here's your chance to win four tickets to the Lone Star Rodeo. And you will text your answer to 270 270-259-6000. 37% of people admit they have embarrassed themselves in a work meeting by doing this. 37% of people admit they have embarrassed themselves in a work meeting by doing this. What is it? Text the answer to 270 259 270-259-6000. 37% of people admit they have embarrassed themselves in a work meeting by doing this. Gosh, it could be anything. Text the answer. Ellen says she cried every day before filming the final episodes of her talk show. I guess the final episode is probably going to air. It, it, it airs today. Yes. Okay. And it's even on my calendar that I was. Gonna, okay. Do you have it set to record? No, but okay. I was going to. It's even well, on my calendar. You can do it in your app. You can set it to record if you like. Uh, we have not watched Survivor yet, so we don't know the winner. Uh, honey, has it been spoiled for you yet? No. Okay. Nor have I. I've not been really on social media. I, I haven't had time. Well, what was dangerous for me is that in my on Twitter, <clears throat> it'll have the trending topics over on the right-hand side. And so it said Survivor was trending, and then it said one of the contestants' names was trending. But that just could that could mean something controversial happened. Mm-hmm. But I'm basically hoping that that's the name I saw is not the winner. I'll just put it at that. Hmm. Uh, also, This Is Us is now... In the books, we have not. We're <laughs> we are we're so far behind. Seven or eight episodes behind <laughs> on this is us. The reason I mentioned it is because the producer, after the series finale, the show's creator Dan Fogelman said six seasons is enough. They were asking, will there be? Will there be a reboot? Will it be? I'll tell you. I haven't seen the end. I haven't seen the conclusion. So I can't say this with a great level of confidence, but my impression is is that that this is enough because they have spent the entire six seasons. See what you did there too. I'll appreciate what you did there. This is enough for this is this us. is enough for this <laughs> is us. They have spent all of the previous seasons flashing back and forth and forward. Like in these five seasons, they've covered a hundred years of history. So I just can't imagine what we don't know about the Pearsons that we could possibly need to know about the Pearsons. Yeah, I'm kind of over it. But again, not having seen the final six or seven episodes, I can't say. Kelly Clarkson is coming out with a with new music. It's a new EP, but she's got a thing on her show called Kelly Oki. She opens her show every day with a cover song that someone else did that she sings. And they call it Kelly Oki, and they've done like over 500 songs. So you just never quite know what she's going to do for the day. I thought that was, you know, pretty interesting. And what else? Maren Morris wants to play Alphaba on in uh, on Broadway and play Wicked. I saw heard part of her audition. I thought it was well. She's no Adina Menzel, but keep trying. Uh, let's see. Uh, falling asleep. Uh, breaking large. No, it's not that. No cheek sneaks. Mm-hmm. No cheek sneaks. That was my, that was my first. Lot, everybody's saying cheek sneak. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. No, it's not. Uh, it's not flatulence. Okay, so okay. Uh, try again. Everybody. Not one well, that. Not everybody. Sneezing was in there. Then flatulence. Falling asleep was in now, there. Is this, is this a in person <clears throat> meeting or is this something that could happen also on Zoom? Uh, 
It could happen. It could happen on Zoom. Yeah, okay. It, it, okay. Could, it, it could. It could happen on Zoom. But, but it sounds like that. That's not necessarily uh, going to help me if I think Zoom meeting. Well, I'll just say it's not an odiferous thing, if that matters to you at all. Um, it's a big word. <laughs> okay, so it's not a bodily noise. I didn't say that. Okay. Uh, Oh. So we give you through the break to figure it out. 270-259-6000 is where you text your answer to. And uh, Sam, as we go to break, did Tom Brady hit a hole in one or not? I have no idea what you're you talking about. It? All right. So. There's a new video out there involving a drone and Tom Brady maybe having a hole in one. Interesting. You'll get to look it up and decide. Was it on a mini golf course? No, it was not. A, it did not involve a clown's mouth or a windmill. Well, that'd be impressive if you can do it in the windmill. we got to get to a break, come back, figure out if we have a winner for today. Chart toppers, point to ponder, and more. Straight ahead. MB's point to ponder for today. Would you rather be itchy or sticky for the rest of your life? Would you rather be itchy or sticky for the rest of your life? I think sticky. sticky doesn't hurt. Sticky's just annoying. Mm-hmm. Probably sticky. Yeah, yeah. If I were going, I would go with sticky. Because then I could say, oh, all right, I'm just uh-huh. stuck here. At least I'm uh-huh. not having, oh, I'm itching. You know, uh-huh. oh, itch. Uh-huh. And the, it, depending, I mean, can you control where the itch is? Or is it going to move around? You can't control where the sticky is. So you can't control you know, where the itchy might, is. That might get a little weird, too. That's yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree. Let me see. Last minute. No, call it the wrong name. No, no, we said flatulence was not it. No, falling asleep. Those, can, can, those seem to be the most popular ones. You want a hint? Someone the wrong name, staring, uh, tripping, falling out of your chair. No. Okay. The answer is hiccup. Hiccup is the correct answer. 37% of people admit they have embarrassed themselves in a work meeting by doing this. Hick them up. Mm-hmm. Can't really control that. Right. That, but that's why. So nearly crazy. nearly four in ten. If you, so that's, yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's not a high, like it's, it's a high number. Right. When it happens, it happens. It's not like mm-hmm. you can do anything about it, really. That's right. On television this evening, you will be able to watch the season 18 finality of Grey's Anatomy. Is this it or they have another season? You're asking the wrong person. I think they'll have another season. Okay. Is this the one t- Taylor Swift's on? This is the on? one, supposedly. But I thought uh, they said I'm, it was a two-part finale. I am like three or so episodes behind on that as well. Right. So season, I'm struggling. Season five premiere of MasterChef. And then back on HBO tonight, apparently this has already aired once, but it says part one of George Carlin's American Dream. Um, or or maybe this is a different program. But they, they've already had a documentary uh, out on him that, Judd Apatow did, so I'm unsure whether that's new or whether it's a repeat. Today's <laughs> highlight in history, this date, 1972, President Nixon and Soviet leader Brezhnev signed the Anti-Ballistic Missile Treaty in Moscow. We withdrew from the treaty in 2002. President Lincoln signed a measure creating the Montana Territory in 1864. We wouldn't have Yellowstone, <laughs> the show, without uh, without that move. By Validated. the way, the show is actually filmed in Utah. It's set in Montana, but it's filmed in Utah. 1971, Don McLean recorded American Pie in New York City. Didn't come out for a few more months, but it was recorded this day. Uh, a long, long time ago mm-hmm. when it was bye recorded. Bye. 
today's birthdays. Brent Musburger is 83 today. He's still doing it. He's still the voice of the Raiders. You're looking live. Mm-hmm. That's his That's his line. Stevie Nicks is 74. Stand back. Pam Greer is 73. Philip Michael Thomas is 73. I marvel every year when we announce his birthday. Hank Williams Jr. is 73. Who saw that coming? <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's a lot of years for Hank. Lenny Kravitz is 58. Helena Bonham Carter is 56 today. Lauren Hill is 47. She ever get educated? For so long, she was miseducated, and I didn't know if she'd ever make it. Hopefully, she got it straightened out. Gone but not forgotten, Al Jolson in 1886, John Wayne in 1907, James Arness from Gunsmoke in 1923. Got some Western there. Sally Ride, born in 1951. Of course, she was the first American woman in space. Let's go to chart toppers. By the way, Carolyn followed up on her note earlier, and uh, she clarified she was talking about our program. So thank you, Carolyn. That's very, very sweet of you. I thought there was a chance Carolyn had already seen Top Gun Maverick Mm -hmm. because that's the type of lady she is. Mm-hmm. that she would get out there and see a great movie like that mm-hmm. and then comment on it being great. So I just didn't want to take credit that I didn't know was ours. That's all. This is the Les Brown Orchestra, number one, with Sentimental Journey. Number one this day, 1945. It is a journey. You didn't like the Sentimental Journey? I didn't say that. I just said it's a journey. Here, K-Star. Number one in 54 with the man upstairs. And troubles ever trouble you. Now don't you run and hide. Cause if you ever need a friend, he'll be right there by your side. All right, Kay, get it. Uh-huh. I've never known much about K-Star until like the last 10 years. I've been introduced to some of her Christmas music. And so... She has a very distinctive kind of voice, mm-hmm. as do the Beach Boys. Their sound is unmistakable. Good song. Surfing USA, number one in 63. My favorite Beach Boys song is Wouldn't It Be Nice, but I prefer the version sung by Adam Sandler in 51st Dates. <laughs> Well, he's crying because, you know. Rose in your Dear. Roberta Flack, first time I ever saw your face, number one in 73. I think, think we heard enough. Realms. It does take forever. That song never goes anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'd actually like to look up the beats per minute on that song to see if it's the lowest charting, uh, the lowest beats per minute for a number one song ever. It almost has to be. She got bad day. 1981, Kim Carnes, number one. I'm calling. Calling. I'm not sure how I feel about this. It says it's 121 beats per minute. I'm calling a load of. I don't know. That's what the, must, that's what the Google machine must says. must be the dance remix they're confusing it with. That's what songbpm.com <laughs> says. Oh, my goodness. Wilson Phillips, hold yes. on. 
1990. Bridesmaids, do you? Let's go to Ricky Martin in 1999, Living La Vida Loca. I mean, you can't not bop your head to this song, you know? Oh, yeah, without. Menudo to you. I'm so old, I remember when Ricky Martin was in Menudo. Leona Lewis, Bleeding Love, number one in 08. And Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee with the Beebs with Despacito, number one, five years ago today. I was wondering if it was five years. Five years. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Success is a science. If you have the conditions, you get the result. Success is a science. If you have the conditions, you get the result. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.